Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here, standing at the Time of Grace office, which is 3.9 miles from the place where a tragedy happened. Uh, some of you heard the terrible news that a man from the Molson Coors Brewery walked into work, he murdered five people, and then he killed himself. And it's another story, a story that seems like it's happening every week and not just every year or every month. And it provokes so many thoughts and questions and, and maybe you're reeling if you read the news with so many thoughts yourself. You know, they're the political thoughts. What does this mean about guns and our rights and what can we change culturally so that things change? There's the cultural thought that we live in a digital age where we read about every tragedy that seems to happen on our earth. I don't know if things have gotten worse. We, we just see so much of the evil that happens in the world and it's so overwhelming and, and you just get numb to what happens. There are the relational thoughts that I have. These six people who are dead have families, they have friends, they have coworkers and neighbors. This isn't just a news story. This is something that happened right here in the neighborhood of Time of Grace. And some of you know the people who are wounded and, and scarred by the things that have happened. There's so many things we could talk about, but today for the moment, I don't want to talk about the political or the cultural or even the relational. I want to talk to you about the spiritual. There's a place in the Bible, a whole book called Lamentations, which you can kind of tell is the place where we lament it's the place where we admit that in this broken world, things aren't right. And it's not just annoying, it's something we deeply grieve, something that emotionally breaks us. These are some amazing words from the prophet Jeremiah in the book of Lamentations. He says, I remember the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them and my soul is downcast within me. He remembers the bitterness, the brokenness. He's writing after the destruction of Jerusalem in 586 BC. There was death, tragedy. People were murdered. It, it broke him inside. And he remembered it. And it pressed deeply down on his soul. But listen to what he said next. Yet, yet this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. I love those words. When you're reading the news and, and your soul is downcast, when you're personally grieving the loss of someone you know, we call this into our minds that God is so full of love and his compassion is for everyone. And every single morning, even the morning after a tragedy, there's his mercy and there is his faithfulness. And therefore, Jeremiah tells us we wait. We wait for the God that we know loves us. The God who already knows how he's going to fix this broken world. He is our portion. He is what we're guaranteed in this life. And we wait till he comes to make all things new. And so today, I don't say this lightly to those who are grieving. Our thoughts and our prayers are with you. Like, people move on so quickly. We're going to try to think about you and what you're going through. And we're going to pray for you in, in this video and, and I hope that we don't move on too quickly but we grieve for you in the days to come.
And so our thoughts and our prayers to the God who can make all things new, the God who's with you even now. So would you join me and would you pray? Um, Dear God, you knew this was coming. Um, You see everything before it happens, but we don't. And so we're shocked. And we, we just wish this country, this world was different, but it's not. And so we need you, God. We, we don't seem capable of fixing these problems that mess with our minds and our hearts, our, our communities, and, and real people who are really hurting. And so I ask you, Father, to walk with everyone who's wounded and grieving. For everyone who feels the affliction and the bitterness and the gall like Jeremiah did, remind them that your mercy is there when they need it the most. And Jesus, when the time is right, when you have gathered all your people to faith, I I pray that you would come back so that we would never have to deal with news like this again. We're, We're sick of it, Jesus. But you've made a promise that you can't break, that you're going to come back and save us from it. And on that day, there will be no more death, no more tragedy, no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain. You're going to come and make all things new and we will see you. So until that day, God, help us to wait. Give us the patience and the perseverance. The devil led a man into a terrible sin. May he not lead us into doubting your power and your love. That's a real question that lots of us have. God, why would this happen if if you exist? Please help us not to be taken away from our faith, but to trust in you, even now. I pray for all the close family members and friends of those who passed. God, they're grieving so deeply and there are no, no simple answers. May they run to you as their portion, their refuge, and their strength. They need you. So be there for them, God, just like you promised. I know that you hear me, God. I know that you hear us because you're our Father in heaven and you love us, even today. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.